0: Ennead 6 book 1 part 3 by Plotinus translated by Kenneth Sylvan Guthrie This LibriVox recording is in the public domain recording by Geoffrey Edwards B Criticism of the Stoic Categories 25 Let us now pass to the Stoic philosophers who, recognizing four categories only, divide everything into substances, qualities, modes, and relations, and who, attributing to all beings something common, thus embrace them into a single genus. The category of something common is absurd this doctrine raises a great number of objections especially in that it attributes to all beings something in common and thus embraces them in a single class indeed this something of which they speak is quite incomprehensible as also is how it could adapt itself equally to bodies and to incorporeal beings between which they do not allow for sufficient distinction to establish a distinction in this something besides this something either is or is not an essence if it be an essence it must be a form if it be not an essence there result a thousand absurdities among which would be that essence is not an essence let us therefore leave this point and devote ourselves to the division into four categories One, substance according to them it is split up the stoics assign the first rank to substances and place matter before the other substances from this it results that the stoics assign to the same rank their first principle and with it the things which are inferior thereto first they reduce to a single class both anterior and posterior things though it be impossible to combine them in this manner in fact every time that things differ from each other in that some are anterior and others posterior those which are posterior owe their essence to those which are anterior on the contrary when things are comprised within one and the same class all equally owe their essence to this class since a class is what is affirmed of kinds of things in regard to essence the stoics themselves recognize this by saying that all things derive their essence from matter besides when they count but a single substance they do not enumerate the beings themselves but they seek their principles now there is a great difference between treating of principles and treating of beings if the stoics recognize no essence other than matter and think that other things are modifications of matter they are wrong in reducing essence and other things to a common class they should rather say that essence is being and that other things are modifications and then distinguish between these modifications further it is absurd to assert that among essences some should be substances and others should be other things such as qualities modes and relations for the Stoics recognize but a single substance, which does not contain any difference, unless by division, as of mass, into parts. Besides, they should not attribute divisibility to their substance, because they teach that it is continuous. They should therefore say substance, and not substances. Matter cannot be the primary principle twenty six what is most shocking in the stoic doctrine is that they assign the first rank to what is only a potentiality matter instead of placing actualization before potentiality it is impossible for the potential to pass to actualization if the potential occupy the first rank among beings indeed the potential could never improve itself and it implies the necessary anteriority of actualization in which case potentiality is no longer a principle or if it be insisted that actualization and potentiality must be simultaneous both principles will be found depending on chance besides even if actualization be contemporaneous with potentiality why should not the first rank be assigned to actualization why should this matter be an essence rather than those forms whoever asserts that form is posterior bears the burden of proof for matter does not beget form and quality could not arise from what has no quality nor actualization from what is potential otherwise actualization would have existed anteriorly even in the system of the stoics according to them even god is no longer simple he is posterior to matter for he is a body constituted by form and matter whence then does he derive his form if the divinity exists without matter he is incorporeal by virtue of his being principle and reason, and the active principle would thus be incorporeal. If even without having matter the divinity be composite in essence, by virtue of his body the Stoics will have to postulate some other kind of matter which may better suit the divinity. Matter is not a body without quality, but with magnitude a stoic definition besides how could matter be the first principle if it be a body if the body of which the stoics speak be of another nature then matter can be called a body only figuratively if they say that the common property of the body is to have three dimensions they are speaking of the mathematical body if, on the contrary, they join impenetrability to the three dimensions, they are no more talking about something simple. Besides, impenetrability is a quality, or is derived from a quality. But what is the source of impenetrability? Whence comes tridimensional extension. Who endued matter with extension? Matter, indeed, is not contained in the idea of tridimensional extension, any more than the latter is contained in the notion of matter. Consequently, since matter thus participates in size, it is no longer a simple matter. Absolute existence precedes contingent existence. Moreover, whence is derived the unification of matter, matter is not unity but it participates in unity they would have had to realize that the material mass is not anterior to everything and that the first rank pertains to what is not one mass to unity itself then they would have to descend from unity to multiplicity from what is sizeless to actual sizes since if size be one it is not because it is unity itself but only because it participates in unity we must therefore recognize that what possesses primary and absolute existence is anterior to what exists contingently but how does contingency itself exist what is its mode of existence if the stoics had examined this point they would have finally hit upon the absolute unity, which is not unity merely contingently. By this expression is here meant what is not one by itself, but by others. The Stoic God is only modified matter. Twenty-seven. The Stoics did well indeed to assign the principle of everything to the first rank but they should not have recognized as principal and accepted as being what was shapeless, passive, devoid of life and intelligence, dark and indefinite. Because of the universe's beauty they are forced to introduce within it a divinity, but the latter derives his very essence from matter. He is composite and posterior to matter rather, he is no more than modified matter. Consequently, if matter be the subject, there must necessarily be outside of it some other principle which, acting upon matter, makes of it the subject of the qualities which he imparts thereto. If this principle resided in matter, and himself were the subject, if in other words he were contemporaneous with matter he could not reduce matter to the state of a subject now it is entirely impossible for this principle to constitute a subject concurrently with matter for in such a case both would have to serve as subject to something higher and what could it be since there could be no further principle to make a subject of them if all things had already been absorbed into this concurrent subject a subject is necessarily subject to something not to what it has in itself but to that whose action it undergoes now it undergoes the action of that which itself is not subject by itself consequently of that which is outside of itself this point has evidently been overlooked by the stoics if everything be derived from matter matter can no longer be their subject on the other hand if matter and the active principle need nothing exterior if the subject that they constitute can itself become all things by assuming different forms as a dancer who can assume all possible attitudes this subject would no longer be a subject but he will be all things just as the dancer is not the subject of the attitudes for they are his actualizations likewise the matter of the stoics will no longer be the subject of all things if all things proceed from matter or rather the other things will no longer really exist they will be nothing but modified matter just as the attitudes are nothing but the modified dancer now if the other things no longer really exist matter is no longer a subject it is no longer the matter of the essences but is matter exclusively it will no longer even be matter because what is matter must be matter of something but that which refers to something else belongs to the same classification as that thing just as have belongs to the same classification as the double and is not the being of the double but how could non-essence except by accident refer to essence but the absolute essence and matter itself refer to essence by virtue of being essence now if that which is to be is a simple potentiality it cannot constitute being which consequently matter could not be the monism of the stoics breaks down just like dualism consequently the stoics who reproach other philosophers such as plato for making up beings out of non-beings themselves make up a non-being out of a being. Indeed, in the system of the Stoics, the world, such as it is, is not being. It is certainly unreasonable to insist that matter, which is a subject, should nevertheless be being, and that bodies should not, any more than matter, be being. But it is still more unreasonable to insist that the world is being not by itself but only by one of its parts namely matter that the organism does not owe its being to the soul but only to matter and last that the soul is only a modification of matter and is something posterior to others from whom then did matter receive animation whence comes the hypostatic existence of the soul how does matter receive form? For since matter becomes the bodies, the soul is something else than matter. If the form came from something else than the soul, quality on uniting to matter would produce not the soul, but inanimate bodies. If something fashion matter and create the soul, the created soul would have to be preceded by a creating soul the fault of the stoics is to have taken sensation as guide Twenty-eight, the stoic theory raises numberless further objections but we halt here lest we ourselves incur ridicule in combating so evident an absurdity it suffices if we have demonstrated that these philosophers mistake non-essence for absolute essence putting the cart before the horse they assign the first rank to which should occupy the last the cause of their error is that they have chosen sensation as guide and have consulted nothing else in determining both their principles and consequences being persuaded that the bodies are genuine essences and refusing to believe that they transform themselves into each other, they believed that what subsisted in them, in the midst of their changes, is the real essence, just as one might imagine that place, because it is indestructible, is more essential than metabolic bodies. Although in the system of the Stoics place remain unaltered, these philosophers should not have regarded as essence that which subsists in any manner soever they should first have considered what are the characteristics necessarily possessed by essence the presence of which characteristics makes it subsist without undergoing any alteration let us indeed suppose that a shadow would continuously subsist by following something which changes continuously the shadow however would not be no more real than the object it follows the sense-world taken together with its multiple objects is more of an essence than the things it contains merely because it is their totality now if this subject taken in its totality be non-essence, how could it be a subject? The most surprising thing, however, is, that the Stoics, in all things following the testimony of sensation, should not also have affirmed that essence can be perceived by sensation. For to matter they do not attribute impenetrability, because it is a quality and because according to them matter has no quality if they insist that matter is perceived by intelligence it could only be an irrational intelligence which would consider itself inferior to matter and attribute to it rather than to itself the privilege of constituting genuine essence since in their system intelligence is non-essence how could any credibility attach to that intelligence when it speaks of things superior to it and with which it possesses no affinity but we have said enough of the nature of these subjects elsewhere two quality qualities are incorporeal twenty nine since the stoics speak of qualities they must consider these as distinct from subjects, otherwise, they would not assign them to the second rank. Now, to be anything else than the subjects, qualities must be simple, and consequently not composite, that is, they must not, in so far as they are qualities, contain any matter. In this case, the qualities must be incorporeal and active for according to the Stoics, matter is a passive subject. If, on the contrary, the qualities themselves be passive, the division into subjects and qualities is absurd, because it would classify separately simple and composite things, and then reunite them into one single classification. Further, it is faulty, in that it locates one of the species in another. Matter in the qualities as if science were divided into two kinds of which one would comprise grammar and the other grammar with something additional seminal reasons as qualified matter would be composite and secondary if the stoics say that the qualities are qualified matter then their seminal reasons being not merely united to nature but fully material will no doubt form a composite but before forming this composite they themselves will already be composed of matter and forms they themselves will therefore be neither reasons nor forms the four stoic categories evaporate leaving matter alone as basis if the Stoics say that the reasons are only modified matter, they then admit that qualities are modes, and the Stoics should locate the reasons in the fourth category of relation. If, however, relation be something different from modality, in what does that difference consist? Is it that modality here possesses greater reality? but if modality taken in itself be not a reality why then make of it a category surely it would be impossible to gather in a single category both essence and non-essence in what then does this modification of matter consist it must be either essence or non-essence if it be essence it is necessarily incorporeal if it be non-essence it is nothing but a word and matter alone exists in this case quality is nothing real and modality still less as to the fourth category relation absolutely no reality whatever will inhere in it this stoic system therefore contains nothing else but matter the cult of matter implies ignoring soul and intelligence but on whose authority do we learn this surely not on that of matter itself unless that because of its modification it becomes intelligence but this alleged modification is but a meaningless addition it must therefore be matter which perceives these things and expresses them if we should ask whether matter utter sensible things we might indeed ask ourselves how matter thinks and fulfils the functions of the soul although matter lacks both soul and intelligence if on the contrary matter utter something nonsensical insisting that it is what it is not and what it could not be to whom should this silly utterance be ascribed surely only to matter if it could speak but matter does not speak and he who speaks thus does so only because he has borrowed much from matter that he has become its slave though he have a soul the fact is that he is ignorant of himself as well as of the nature of the faculty which can divulge the truth about this subject intelligence three modality modality should not occupy even the third rank of existence thirty it is absurd to assign the third rank to modalities and even assign to them any place whatever for all modalities refer to matter it may however be objected to this that there are differences between the modalities the various modifications that matter undergoes are not the same thing as the modalities the qualities are doubtless modalities of matter but the modalities in the strict sense of the word refer to qualities the answer to this is that since the qualities are only modalities of matter, the technical modalities mentioned by the Stoics themselves reduce to matter, and necessarily relate thereto. In view of the many differences obtaining between them, how otherwise could modalities form a category? How could one reduce to a single classification the length of three feet? and whiteness since one is a quantity and the other a quality how could time and place be reduced thereto besides how would it be possible to consider as modalities such expressions as yesterday formerly in the lyceum and in the academy how could time be explained as a modality neither time nor things which are in time nor place nor the things which are in place could be modalities how is to act a modality since he who acts is not himself a modality but rather acts within some modality or even acts simply nor is he who undergoes an experience any more of a modality he experiences something rather in a modality, or rather he undergoes some experience in such a manner. Modality rather suits the Aristotelian categories of situation and possession, and, as to possession, no man even possesses in such or such a modality, but possesses purely and simply. 4. Relation. The Stoics confuse the new with the anterior. 31. If the Stoics did not, along with the other discussed categories, reduce relation to a common kind, there might be good grounds to examine whether they attributed substantial or hypostatic reality to these manners of being, for often they do not attribute to them any. But what is to be said of their confusing things new and anterior in one same classification? This is evidently an absurdity, for surely one and two must exist before the half or the double. As to the philosophers, Plato, for instance, who have taught other opinions about essences and their principles, considered as finite, or infinite corporeal or incorporeal or both simultaneously corporeal or incorporeal we will examine each of these opinions separately considering also the historic objections of the ancient philosophers end of ennead six book one